Welcome to episode 46 of Parks and Wrecked, the show where we watch Parks and Rec with someone from Parks and Rec while getting Parks and Wrecked. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. And I'm tired. I mean, I'm Sean. Nice to meet you, tired. I'm Dad. This episode, we're covering season three, episode 14's road trip, where some things happen. Some things happen on this episode. But first, since we're always drinking during this show, podcast, Haley, what we what we got on the tap tonight? So here's what up. Sean has a bunch of these little plastic syringe thingies that he has used in the past for jello shots. And I was like, yo, my friend's having a wedding this weekend. May I borrow these? And he said, yes, you may. So what I had done is made three different types of jello with three different types of alcohol in them. I made lime jello with gin. I made blue raspberry jello with rum and I made strawberry jello with vodka. However, there was some jello left over. So, dust in some plastic tubs. We are eating it with a spoon. That's what we got. Real Parks and Rec over here. We're getting real creative with the uh, consumption of Sometimes you got to think outside the box, Sean. Outside the cup and glass as well. And syringe. And syringe. And just have a little bit of Tupperware. But perhaps more importantly than that, uh, a real big event happening on this episode. But why don't you take us through it? All right. Let's see if you know what big event I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, it wasn't that big. Oh, it's kind of big. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Um, so we open up and... <laughs> <laughs> Something happened, I bet. I bet there was a thing that was happening when we opened. What could it be? Something happened later at the end. What ha- oh, okay. Uh, Ben... Benjamin, as Leslie called him, uh, came over to Anne and Leslie eating in the courtyard. Uh, too bad we don't do food of the day anymore because I have no clue what they were eating. Uh, were they even eating? They were just chatting. Um, and so Ben comes and says, hey, we got to do some documents for Chris or something like that. And they're being super flirty. And Anne's just sitting there looking back and forth like with a wow face and Ben doesn't even acknowledge Anne. Like, how could you not acknowledge Anne? Like, I don't <laughs> understand. Um, and so, yeah, they're like giving each other sex eyes, and he leaves. And uh, Anne says, "Hi, Ben." And Ben turns around and realizes, "Oh, Anne was sitting there too." Um, and then we have some uh, code openage going on, and then the episode really starts with. Uh, well, first, Leslie's like, well, Anne confronts her and she says, girl, you two are clearly very into each other and let's get this on. Uh, and Leslie's like, no, no, no. We must be professional. This is my job. This is his job. We both love our jobs. And Anne's like, nope, 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 nope. And Leslie's like, I'll just avoid him. I'll and just Leslie's avoid like, why are you calling me by my last name? As much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> ben also called her nope. She she called he called her Les Lesman Jen Benjamin Lesman, yeah. I actually missed that one. <laughs> I it's sort of like that. So then, as soon as Leslie's like, "Oh, we'll just avoid him," Chris calls him in and 
says, hey, y'all are going on a trip together to Indianapolis. Um, and they're looking at back and forth at each other like, uh, what do we do? And he says, y'all are my A-team, my go-to team. What do you call them? Like primetime team or something like unstoppable. that. Unstoppable. They're unstoppable. So they're going to go on a road trip by themselves, just the two of them, and, and stay a night in, in Indianapolis together. The for, most romantic city in Indiana. Fun who, fact. Who said that? Uh, Romance Magazine. Okay. July 2012 issue. Yeah. And so they hit the road. Before, before they hit the road, Leslie goes over to Anne's place to talk this out, how she's gonna, she doesn't want to get fired, so she can't, they can't make moves on each other. And so, uh, Anne gives her, burns a CD for her, um, that includes, uh, oh, wait, is this a trivia? Uh, it was, I was considering it, um, but instead, since you asked for it, Sean. Oh no! Why not? Why not just do it right now? Because oh, God. It's, it's related to this. Uh, Leslie is trying to think up some unsexy topics that she can share with Ben uh, okay. while they're driving, so oh, no. that uh, she doesn't, you know, so the mood doesn't hit them to maybe have some sexy time. To bang. So they have. Uh, there's three topics. Pretty basic. Pretty easy. Okay. Pretty simple. Okay. There was the ladder. There's some ladder. <laughs> The New Yorkers, uh, the history of the ladder. History yes. of the ladder. There was the John Hopkins dorm rooms. Very nice. The dorms at Johns Hopkins U. Um, and then there was something I don't remember. Haley, you have any thoughts? Oh, I really wanted to help you out, but I can't remember either. Hold on. Let me think. Let me That's think. one more, right? One more. Yeah. Wow. No, it's a hint. Uh, the hint is it's something you do daily, uh, probably a couple times. I remember. It's reading her toothbrush manual to him. Oh, the Sonic Care. The Sonic Care, yes. <laughs> Excellent work. Well done. The contents of the booklet. <laughs> we win. Uh, I was considering doing the music, uh, musical selections, which, uh, but I feel like those get played more, so... How do you say your little brother in Mandarin? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it cuts a commercial, I think, while I was mid, oh, oh. mid-lesson. But yeah, that, that could be another good trivia is what were the, uh, the, phrases. the phrases that you learned in Mandarin. Sean was just taking some Spanish right before we were recording. Duolingo. And I don't know where to put the accents on the eyes. Sometimes eyes have accents and I don't know why. Most of the uh, vowels have accents at some points. Los ojos have accents. Whereas, usually, la narices don't. What, what, is that consonants? Terrible, terrible pronunciation. No, that was noses. We're oh. making a joke because the eyes have accents, which is los ojos. <sighs> Much <right>. like Sean <laughs> has not seen Parks and Rec prior to the start of this podcast, Sean oh, yeah, that's why has we're not doing spoken this. Spanish prior to uh, the start of him learning Spanish. Okay. Wait, no, I took four years of Spanish in high school. Oh, dang. I took seven. So, oh, okay. Well, you, you were in high school for seven years? <laughs> I was <laughs> saying if you'd exactly got that. Yeah. Thought. It was two years in junior high, one in, uh, or four in high school, and then one in college. Uh-huh. And then I, I had Spanish as my second major, and then the Spanish class I was in at the start of sophomore year 
we would read one book in Spanish every week and then do a report on it. No, and that's I said, way too much. Guess I'm finding a second major oh my that's goodness. not Spanish. What was it? Sport administration, which had just started. Oh, the first major was broadcast journalism and sport administration. All comm students had to do uh, double majors at the U. And I, so sport administration had, I believe, literally started my sophomore year, possibly the year before. Because I feel like a bunch of people a year older than me, a la Sean, but not Sean because he was still at undergrad at Texas then. <laughs> uh, but they were saying like, yeah, that's this new major. Oh, it was you new. Check it oh, out. Nice. Yeah. I was one of the new grad sport. Yes. You sport, sport, you sport. Sport, you sport, sport, grad. Yeah. Sport. Um, it's and a great job there, sport. My, uh, I th- okay. My uh, four years of Spanish in college c- included uh, watching uh, Pirates of the Caribbean in Spanish class. We. Uh, in Spanish? Or just. No, it was in English. <laughs> uh is it Fool's Russian with the uh, Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek? Is that what that's called? No, maybe. Sounds right. They, uh, I'll allow it. Um, maybe I'm thinking of a different name. Uh, there's some other movie too. Anyways, yeah, Spanish was a great class. I remember Spanish 4, we read a story uh, in Spanish of a baby that uh, they lived close to like a lake, the family, and the baby would always crawl out to like the deck and see his reflection but they had to come and save the baby uh, before it went too far. And one day the baby went uh, when nobody was watching and went and touched his reflection. The baby drowned. That was it. It was the story of the first mermaid, right? I, I don't remember. I just remember everybody looking up after translating it from Spanish to English in their heads. Like, wait a minute. The baby's dead. Like <laughs> it's gone. It went. It's gone forever. And it was. It was very traumatizing. We were sad. I'm trying to look up. Uh, Baby uh, sing is no, reflection. No, no. Oh, okay. Another um, story that we read in Spanish that was similarly like I feel like teaching a very bad moral. <laughs> um, Hold on. I'm going to shoot off this text real quick. Oh, Haley, vamp real quick. Vamp about your favorite Spanish yes. story. Well, mine is actually not a Spanish story, as I was going to say. Um, in my creative writing class that I took sophomore year of high school, we read um, short stories. And one of the ones that we read was the shortest story ever told, or at the time it was. And it's just baby shoes for sale, never worn. What is happening over there? I'm texting Weird Sam. <laughs> he oh, was, okay. <laughs> he's a... Uh, I feel like he would know the answer to this, but I can I can tell the plot of the story. I just don't remember the name of it. But basically, it was this uh, woman that was very ugly, and like they could not go like five lines without saying how ugly who was. Like there was a new introduction of like you know she had a, a new boil coming out of her nose or something like that, and she's dating this guy who's attractive, but this guy is blind, and the whole story, he. She's saying, you know, you're lucky you can't see me because I'm so hideous. I'm so ugly, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I would love you regardless. Like, I I know your personality. I love you. All that good stuff. And then towards the end, it's like, oh, there's this new technology to give your sight back. Let's let's give it a whirl. And the woman's like, I don't know. Like, I'm ugly. He'll he'll see that I'm ugly. He'll break up with me. And he's like, 
no like we've been together for so long i'm no we'll be together and then she gets we've already been together for 12 pages yeah and then she gets her sight back uh (laughs) so give me another another story that we read la barca sin pescador which is the boat without a fisherman but that is that is a different one maybe the same author is uh baby she was never worn just a boat without no fisherman marianella is the name of this story and she is like so at the end the guy gets his sight back and meets Mar- like sees marianella and is like oh who's this ugly woman where's my wife <laughs> and, then, and then marianella runs off and goes and like jumps off a bridge or something and i'm just like what are we teaching the kids in our class that this is like oh. it's like the ugly duckling but the opposite <laughs> They didn't, yeah, that's not, not a swan. Like, literally her, the, the foreshadowing of the entire story came true. We read some weird books in Spanish. We read one called Anaconda that was... Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube. It was, I wish it was that, but it was like the battle between, I mean, I, I guess the movie is like that, the battle between snakes and humans, but <laughs> I, but what was confusing was that one... One of the bad guys had the same name as one of the good guys. Like so, oh, they no, would, so you didn't know they would reference do. one, and it's oh. just like, why did we make it like this? There were so many opportunities to pick any other name. Meanwhile, now that Chris and Leslie are on their trip, getting ready to smash or not smash, because Leslie's going to be a good girl. Uh, Tom is like, oh, Leslie's not here. You four. The- the four being Jerry, Donna, April, and Andy, come to my office. I want to do something. And Ron's like, I'm your boss. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom just laughs it off. like, ah, Ron, you silly guy. And they just walk off. And Juan just, Juan, Ron just like, you know, raises his eyebrows like, yeah, you know what? I respect that. And so... Tom is trying out a game show called Know Your Boo. He's going to sell it to all it's these. very much the newlywed game. It's just the new, and Jerry calls him out on it. Like, hey, it's just a newlywed game. He's like, shut up, Jerry. And, you know, the next scene later, Tom's outside talking to Cameron. Like, oh, it's totally the newlywed game. But you still stuff like Nick Cannon movies told some other movie, which told some other movie. Um, anyways. Kramer versus Kramer, which Tom so, thinks is Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. And so he... um. So they're playing it's Jerry and Donna, which uh, they are in a couple, but I guess they've been working together for a long time, so they know each other, um, versus Andy and April, the married couple. Well, first question is, uh, who's your favorite rock star that you want to smash or something like that? And Jerry and Donna first, and Jerry catches Donna. Donna's Jerry says, well, Donna's always talking about Prince. It's on Donna's card. Where's Prince? So they get a point. And then uh, Andy in April, Andy thinks he's a rock star. So he says himself, but it's actually someone else, something Mangum from some other band that April loves. And now it's Jeff Mangum from Neutral Milk Hotel, never heard which of was that. a real band. Oh, Fun f- I always thought it was a fake band. And then I recently learned prior to the watching of this, this episode, episode. But a little while ago, I was reading something that they're an actual band. Yeah. Active from 1989 to 1998. And then again from 2013 to 2015. Oh, because, probably because of this show. No? Okay. It's possible. Anyways. Uh, and so Andy's upset 
because it wasn't him april's like this you know you're not necessarily a rock star and that makes him even more mad and so uh i think the next question was like well they they go away for a while and ron's in his office by himself and a field trip of students walk by and a student walks into his office or just the park's office and says hey um i have a project and i need to interview somebody and Ron's just like, uh, well, you can have a seat at this table and you can wait. And he kind of leaves. And then I guess the girl's just sitting there for a while because nobody's there. So he kind of comes back and he's like, I'm, I'm comfortable with you sitting here so long. She's like, he's like, maybe you want to come back later. And she's like, well, my report's due tomorrow. He's like, what's it over? And he's like, uh, it's over the government. And uh, do we need it? Or something like that. And, he's, and Ron like gets this, you know, smirk on his face while he's like eating a pretzel with a bunch of mustard on it uh he's like all right he's he's totally down to do the interview but um he's quite the libertarian and so um all the stuff he tells her is why the government is not needed um i'm trying to remember all the stuff he says i don't know Haley, if you remember anything specific Well, the first thing he's talking about is taxes, and he demonstrates that by immediately dumping out her entire lunch and then just starting to eat 40% of it and then different other percentages of it for different things, too. So that was intense. He takes another bite of the sandwich for capital gains from earnings on taxes or or on uh, investments. Yeah. So that was the main one it was showing, and then they kind of cut away, and then later they came back. And what were they talking about? Joey. Mm, yes. It doesn't matter. Just the government, you know? I you tuned know, out. Just yeah. the government <laughs> stuff. Ron was just talking about it. The next question, and know your boo, was... Wait, there wasn't a next question. Wait, there was a next question. It's like, where do you like to smash? And for Jerry, Donna guessed... Oh, and his Mercedes. And I was correct. I didn't know he had a Mercedes. No, number. Donna's Mercedes. Oh, Donna's Mercedes. And the back of her Benz. And then Jerry held off her Mercedes. Oh, so it was, it was Donna having sex. Not yes. Jer- I thought it was Jerry having sex. Okay. Well, Jerry knew that Donna loves a bang in the back of her Mercedes, her back of her Benz. Quick tangent. What do you think? What game show do you think you do the best on? Uh, what game show do you think you do best on? I would think Wheel of Fortune because uh, I think a lot of people that go up there, I mean, granted, a lot of it is like wheel-based, um, but I think a lot of people don't, like, they're they're more trying to figure things out right away rather than, like, playing the percentages more. Like, I feel like after you spun it a couple times, you could sense, like, okay, this is, like, a full spin and it gets me so many wedges. So if I did like a little bit lesser of a spin, I'm not going to get bankrupt, not going to get lose a turn or whatever. And then they'll make like stupid purchases. Like they'll buy a vowel when it's like obvious that there's only one of this vowel, you know, or like, it's like, what could this be? It's it's certainly the word the, like it's not, you don't need yeah, to do it. Letters. Like I think people play it poorly a lot of the time. And this is just from the comfort of my couch. Maybe once you're up there, it's different. You could be like, there's. I've seen shows where like the the person just gets bankrupt like eighty percent of the time, and it's like, well, they can't even like. They might be geniuses at solving this puzzle, but they can't solve it because they can't pick a letter. I think now that I'm an adult, um, 
And if the game were in Texas, I know I'd do real well on the prices, right? Because uh, I, you know, we go to a grocery store all the time. Uh, and we see how much things cost. But the only difficult thing is guessing California prices, which can be a little more expensive. But I think I do all right on the prices, right? Same. I think me and my family would do really well on Family Feud. Uh, when we've watched, we've we've done a good job of guessing and getting the number one answer. Would you go in the lightning round? Yes. I'm ready for this moment. And I would go second in the lightning round to get the 200 points. And then they'd be like, Sean, your sister only got 12 right in the first round. Sean would be like, come on. I would be so mad. I would also be great in the lightning round. I was going to say super password would be mine. Featuring Burt Combi. Yes. I'm good at that one. And I think some of the games from like Ellen's Game of Games or one of those similar game shows that has a bunch of games, some of those I would like destroy. And other ones just throw my hands up like it ain't gonna happen uh speaking of newer games featuring one of parks and rec's own in uh rob lowe hosting the ultimate samurai is that what it's called the fox one i i just watched one episode of this because the tv happened to be on fox when i turned it on and what a weird show it's trivia but you're getting like hoisted and spun and like flipped around and that's you being the samurai it's like you have like four or five different categories and you're literally in this like, I don't even know what it, you know, those scrambled eggs things they have at parking lots. It's what they call it in Roller Coaster Tycoon. But it's like, it's like a thing in the middle and then arms sticking out and you get like rotated you're around like and like spun a, around. Yeah, yeah. Like at NASA, those. Yeah. Like, it's like training. one of those. And you're just like, okay, answer this question, but you're kind of sideways or like, hey, you just got flipped three times. Now do this Rubik's Cube. It's not even that. It's just answering a question. You just see a screen and then. The one we saw one guy lose in the bonus round because he couldn't put faces in alphabetical order. There's four Davids. I remember Beckham and Duchovny, and he it was like put them in alphabetical order by last name, and he couldn't. He didn't recognize three of the four. He's like, well, Beckham, and then the rest were just a crapshoot. I uh, one other recommendation for you, Sean. There's a documentary called The Perfect Bid that's based on a guy who went on The Price Is Right, uh, and just like knew everything like he studied the show this is back before they randomized it as much but he like had a whole excel spreadsheet and he created his own like at-home version of prices right and he went to i don't know like 22 tapings i think before he got selected and then got on the show and like just dominated but he didn't win the wheel i don't think he made it past the wheel so he, he wasn't strong enough yeah so he got his bid correctly uh, and his he won the prize for the game he was playing, but yeah, didn't make it to the showcase. I'd, I always envisioned being on Stomp the Schwab. I probably would have got destroyed at the end of that game. He was very smart at sports. And I always felt like he was cheating because he was like, close his eyes and concentrate real hard. I'm like, man, it totally feeding this dude the answer. There's no way. Um, the Dallas Cow Noise. Oh, I'm sorry, Cowboy. <laughs> I'll also be awesome at the wall because you don't have to do much. I'd be... <laughs> no, I'll be terrible at the wall because you have to be dramatic at the end, and I'm the least dramatic person I know. The wall produced by LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, with Chris Hardwick as the host. It's so, <laughs> oh, so stupid. AKA Plinko, <laughs> but on primetime television, which I, uh, yeah, you, you also need a really dramatic story. Uh, oh, yeah. You have to be like a pretty good person. So I think I lose that way because I don't, 
it's like you know they're always interviewing the people and it's like a lot she's a serving she works overseas (laughs) yeah like helping malnourished children and he walked through a fiery building to rescue some kittens and then yeah then they're playing to donate all of their winnings to charity to teach music to deaf people or something like that yes and we just fast forward through all that. So we just, <laughs> we just, we just like the, watching the, the ball balls drop. <laughs> yeah, balls drop. Uh, Seven minutes of content stretched <laughs> out over an hour. It's great. It was an exciting show to watch. It doesn't come on anymore, sadly. I think it. I think it still does. I think we just stopped DVR. Oh, we don't have. Oh, we gotta catch it. Yeah. Okay, that's some excitement. We're we'll add it on. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, April doesn't even want to answer the question where she likes to bang. Uh, but Tom said we just gotta go on. And Tom, she said this is gross, and Tom's yeah. like, "That's kind of the point." Um, so she said, "I don't know, my bed." And then Andy's answer on the note card, cause he's still pissed off, was that the band name something hotel at the neutral milk at the neutral milk hotel. Sorry, I was choking on eating some jello. jello, eating more jello. And so, uh, so now he's like, "Well, this is stupid," and he slams his card down. And a- April's like, "Well, this is stupid," so she slams her card down, and then they leave. So I guess Jerry and Donna are the winners. Uh, Leslie and Benjamin, uh, they get to wherever they're going, Indianapolis, and they give a presentation on why it was a baseball tournament. They want it to be hosted in Pawnee. Yeah, Little League. And they're, they're, the board, the panel's like, why should we do it in Pawnee? There's all these <laughs> other great places. And <laughs> Leslie's not doing a good job. But then Ben says, because of the people. They're so great. And da 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 And Leslie's just like looking at him longingly in his eyes as he's telling how great Pawnee is. Just falling in love, dropping her panties right there on the floor. No, she didn't do that. She's it's the R-rated version, Sean. She is a proper lady. Um, but you know, Ben also took his pants off. So, I just, uh, <laughs> Sean, we learned <laughs> to please get this back on track. We learned last week. This is actually, <laughs> this is actually going to derail it uh, even more, but we learned last week that, uh, as a child, you kicked another person in the face during football practice. Did you also play little league? I did not. Uh, is the story over now? <laughs> I thought there'd be a story. <laughs> Haley did kind of, she did like a T-ball. I just did it for one year when I was four, and I wasn't old enough to play in the league, so my dad smudged my birth certificate so I could play on the same team, and no one compared the fact that my brother was born on uh, February 2000. Nope. That's not when we were born. Uh, February uh, 1990, and I was born March 1990. That didn't seem to alarm anyone. Um, so yeah, so we were both allowed to play on the same team. I ultimately got kicked off and I, then I moved on to do other things, but my brother played for a really long time. We were the Texas Rangers at first. He was later an athletic for a long time. We were an athletic as well and an Arizona diamond back before they were an actual team. Oh, nice. It was perplexing like to us you... as youngins who are like, look at all these name. real teams oh, and we're some fake snake. Team. Yeah. We were Anaconda. What's a what's an athletic? Oakland. Oakland. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Can they get the bid? Uh, Ben's uh, heartfelt speech really won them over, and uh, you know, Leslie's ready, man. She's ready, and there. Ben asks Leslie to go to dinner afterwards to you know do a little selly, 
and Leslie's all nervous. And so before she answers, there's a guy, there's the photographer that wants to take a picture of them. So they take a picture and then she asks the photographer to come to dinner with them. And the photographer's like, what? Uh, no. <laughs> and he just kind of walks away. And Ben's like, what is she doing? Like, oh. She's like, I guess, I guess it's just us then. He's like, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure like Ben has to be catching on like oh she's really like avoiding me because the entire ride there was the Mandarin and the funky the the banjo and <laughs> yeah um, so yeah not feeling it but they go to dinner anyway and they're talking and she's like Ben you did a great job um with that speech and she's having some wine and he says some more stuff and she she doesn't know what to do so she says she's going to do a bunch of things and which includes calling in and so she went and called Ann, <laughs> and Ann's talking to her so she's like Ann, read me the script and so apparently leslie wrote a script for herself that Ann was supposed to read to her uh when she called and Ann starts reading the script and it's like but it's from Leslie. And it's like, hey, don't be stupid. Uh, you want to keep your job. But Leslie's telling old Leslie that, but I'm on two glasses of wine, so I'm going to go make out with him. And so, and Anne's like, yay. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Anne wants to go, not Anne, damn it. Leslie wants to go make out with him. And Anne's supportive. But she's like, Leslie, you're supposed to be mad. She's like, oh, boo. But he's like, doesn't matter. I'm still going to make out with him. Yay. <laughs> and so when she goes back to the she's table. She's real excited for it. I, sorry to to interrupt, interrupt. This, this big thing, but I just wanted to update on the athletics. We're initially named the Athletic Club of Philadelphia. They started off in Philly in 1860, named after the Gentlemen's Clubs. Uh, where Gentlemen's Clubs. Go to uh, unwind pre and post games but i like their um other nicknames so in addition to the athletics the a's of course the swinging a's the white elephants just the elephants and then the green and gold the green and gold like really the, i just like the swinging a's swinging a's uh leslie she's like um, she's set she's made up her mind she's gonna go make out with him she turns the corner looks at the table and chris is sitting there what the fuck did Chris come from? Uh, I'm from Pawnee. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris says he was super excited that he heard about the bid, that he drove all the way to Indianapolis to be with them to help celebrate. Um, so just, you know, sits in on their dinner. I don't know how he found out where they were eating or whatever, but who knows. <laughs> and then he invites them over. He's like, oh, y'all don't need to stay at a place in. Because they're like, oh, we're just going to drive home to Pawnee. Like, no, you don't want to drive all night. Stay at my place. I have another house here. And they're like, okay. And he's like, Ben, you're definitely sleeping on the couch. And it's like, oh man, that sucks. And yeah, with his literally, you wait, did he say you're literally sleeping? Oh, no, he said is literally the most comfortable couch that you have ever sat on. And then Anne, I mean, not Anne, Anne ain't there. Anne is somewhere else. Leslie is going to have the guest room. Yeah. So they're not going to be able to penetrate each other because they'll be in different rooms. Um, speaking. <laughs> <laughs> went from making out to 
<laughs> Penetrating. Good job, Sean. Speaking of uh, couch sleeping, I love sleeping on couches. Um, when I lived alone, I slept on the couch all the time. Whenever y'all go on a trip and I'm here by myself, I sleep on the couch. I don't know if y'all knew that, but you know it now. Uh, why don't you just, why do we have to be gone? Oh, because it's kind of rude. Well, it was more the apartment. It would be yeah, rude. Yeah, in the apartment, you slept on the couch a lot. Not that's because I was hungover and I was, or I was drunk and I was too lazy. Or we were like watching something and you fell asleep. Oh yeah, that happens. But um, I don't watch as many things in the living room in the house. My favorite is when your socks would be half off, <laughs> but not fully off. <laughs> right now, one is half off <laughs> and one is fully on. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, every time I go home to Mesquite, I sleep on the parents' couch there. Um, I'm watching Kay- my friend Kaylin's dogs this weekend. She has the guest room ready for me, but I say, nah, I'm sleeping on the couch. I love the couch. I'm a great. What if she just set up the couch for you? Like, well, she, like she started, forget the guest room. <laughs> she No, she started doing that, especially at our old condo. She's like, all right, I put all the, made a pallet on the couch. So cause I know that's where you're going to be. Even before they had their child, they just had a random open guest room. I would not go in there. The TV, the big TV is always in the living room. So that's why I love sleeping on the couch. Boom. And Sean needs to watch his stories before bed. Right. My stories being Sports Center or Adult Swim. Uh, yep. Uh, April knows she's made Andy really mad because he's a child. Um, and so April does the unthinkable. She goes to Anne's house. <laughs> Anne's house. She hates Anne. She just walks in, invites, like, like, just walks in and just lays down on her couch. It's like, what are you doing here? She's like, uh, Andy's mad at me. I need to know how to make him not mad at me anymore. And Anna's like, uh, we haven't dated in years. And April's like, you know how to make him not mad at me. And so, <laughs> um, so April tells Anne what happened. And so Anne tells April, you just got to make him uh, feel like he supported. And so, oh, wait, I'm totally skipping apart. Um, April went to Tom first and to redo the game show to make Andy happy to where all the answers were <laughs> were Andy. And so he would ask a question. I don't remember the question was because they were going kind of fa- kind of fast. Um, was who made the best mac and cheese was the first one. What was his answer? And he said, yeah, it was like in the whole universe, like craft. <laughs> yeah, he said craft. And the answer, Andy, uh, April holds up is Andy. And so Andy gets happy for a split second. But it's like, no. Because the second question was like, who's the biggest whatever sports team he likes? Indianapolis Colts. Yes, Indianapolis Colts fan in the world. And he was like, hold on a minute. And then she holds it up. And it's Andy. And then he gets, well, he got it wrong. And then Tom says, Oh, you get 50 points. And he was like, wait, why do we get points if it's wrong? And that's when he's like, hold on. I'm suspicious. And then Tom's like, yeah, you figured out April was tricking you 100 points. And then he got excited for like a half second. And he was like, wait, no, I'm mad. He just leaves again. Um, but then he, then April goes to see Anne. And then Anne tells her to be supportive of him, even though he's not a rock star. And so next time we see Andy, he's shining somebody's shoes. That isn't Kyle. 
We don't know who he is. Joey thinks it's Chris Mullen, the uh, Saint, former St. John's well, once they Once they showed him again, it did not look like him. But at first glance, I was like, ah, um, feasible. And there's a song playing in the background. And Andy's like, man, I love this song. He's like, wait a minute. He runs to the courtyard. And it's Mouse Rat with April playing lead guitar, singing one of Mouse Rat's songs. She wasn't actually playing. She was just kind of faking like she was playing. And everybody's there, like cheering him on. And he's like, wow. That's my wife. We're going to have sex later. And so they made up. Meanwhile, Ron has this child uh, doing. No, he doesn't have a child. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, He's really uh, enjoying his time telling the child how the government works. And she's satisfied with uh, the interview. She took a bunch of notes. And so and she leaves. And before she leaves, he gives her the Claymore that's on his desk uh, just as a gift because he really had a good time. And so um, she leaves uh, with the rest of her group. And like they, uh, like I guess a day passes and the mom comes on like, are you Ron? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, "Uh, you talked to my daughter yesterday. And I was like, oh, you must be, what's the girl's name? You must be some, Lauren. You must be Lauren's mom. And she's like Burkus. It's like you, you poison my child's mind. And she shows Ron uh the book report the interview report that she did. And the title of it was Um Why Does the Government Matter? And the only line she wrote was It Doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so that was that. Ron is proud. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like <laughs> like that's you know, that's the truth. He's like, and you give her the Claymore and the landmine and gives the landmine back to him. Um, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, she's just chewing Ron out, saying, oh, it's a four-year-old girl doing a, well, she's, she's older than four. Fourth grader. Fourth grader. There we are. Uh, doing this book report. You know, she just needs to get an A or stuff like that. Um, she doesn't need to know about this. Your doesn't need to be poisoned with your views or whatever. And so that was the end of that. And then we go to Leslie and Ben. And they're back at Pawnee. Nothing happened. No smashery. No bang bang. No penetration. Nothing happened. No make out. Next week's trivia. What <laughs> What does Sean call the active? Sweet, uh, sweet love making. <laughs> um, well, and it, so Leslie was... Dropping off, I think, receipts. Was going to drop off receipts and to Ben and Chris's office. And they meet each other at the door because Ben was walking out. Ben's like, hey, what are you doing? And Leslie's like, hey, I'm just going to drop these off. Well, And Ben's like, well, Chris isn't here. And so Leslie's like, oh, okay. And then she turns to walk away. But then Ben grabs her face and just eats her face, meaning he makes out with her. And then they do like a little second kiss. And then Leslie goes, uh-oh. And then cut to black. That was the end of the episode. But the hot closing was, uh, I guess, Lauren going back to Ron, uh, I guess, to redo the book report. And um, they're, I think they're going to be friends now. I hope she comes back. She's a, little, <coughs> a cool little child actress. She did a good job. So maybe she has some future appearances on the show. And he tells her, like, hey, 
you got to do the book report right. Um, don't do what I said initially, but when you grow up, uh, what do you say when she grows up? Oh, she can drink. Yeah, she can drink. <laughs> she can drink when she's eighteen. He says, just like hold in all these other thoughts until you're eighteen, and you can drink, and you can gamble, and you can drive, and have your own opinions. And then she's like, the drinking age is twenty one. And he just says another stupid law put in place by this worthless government, like that type of sentiment. And then he has her um, sign the old book report or the old interview uh, so that he can frame it or whatever. And he's very proud. And she's like, yes, of course I'll sign it because they're kindred spirits. I thought Ron would be bad with kids, but he was actually good. He doesn't have any kids. Well, if he does, he doesn't know about them, really. Oh, does he? The twins. He's always going on about his twins. Oh, so he does. I'm just kidding. That's another show. Oh. (laughs) Well, that's that. It's the show Peep Show, which I've also been watching, a UK show. And one of the side characters in the, like, end of the sixth season. Well, one of the main characters is having, oh. eh. Spoilers. No spoilers. I mean, this is from, like, eight or nine years ago now, so. No spoilers! But no spoilers. No spoilers. But basically, one one of the side characters is talking he mentions he's like he's like oh like having kids was great it's me twins <laughs> and and they're all like what yeah and they're like i didn't want wait it. what just told me about it like what what do you mean he's like yeah i've mentioned about me twins i've always gone on i can't stop talking about them i love those bastards <laughs> and like he thinks he has pictures of them on his phone and then he can't find any he's like oh, i love those twins so maybe ron has twins as well uh, Sean, you left out perhaps the most entertaining part of uh, when they're staying at Chris's condo, which also features our quote of the episode. Chris is talking about how he keeps himself very well hydrated and how his bladder is the size of a thimble, so he has to pee 12 times at night. I feel his pain. Uh, not 12 times, but just having to pee a lot during the day. Uh, but then he comes back out from the bathroom and he goes, the key to a healthy urethra? Radishes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they didn't get the kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Uh, guess what, guys? There's no angry Sean, because Game of Thrones is over. So it's a happy Sean. Happy Sean. I mean, I, the the end was fine, but I don't have to hear any more fans, fanatics, cry about how much they didn't like this. They didn't like this episode or that episode. Is that how they would say? <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, you're not wrong. Well, you don't watch the show. You don't but know. But the amount of rage I saw after the last episode. No more ma- rage. Like, justified me not wasting hours on it. Like, people, I heard people saying they literally, like, the show was ruined for them because of what happened in the last episode. And I'm like, calm down. Like, just get some space yeah. from it, and then you'll learn to appreciate what you just saw. Bitches. Yeah. Sean now I'm mad again. Let's no. get Sean <laughs> even more mad by having him try and guess next week's episode. Magic was on TV tonight, and everybody's, nah, I'm not going there. Damn, Magic. Get out of here. <laughs> Magic Johnson, not uh, yeah. not like David Blaine or a magician. We had we, we played flag football. Sorcery. <laughs> flag football today. Haley scored a touchdown. Joey scored a touchdown. You know who didn't score a touchdown? Sean, Sean didn't do score a touchdown. Sean got scored on on a fourth and long. Oh man, yeah, Sean did get. Which I scored. 
I will. I got undercut a little bit by my own teammate, but still. And I thought I hit in the face, so no, I was not concerned with fine. the with the uh, receiver at all. We had a pretty good game though. I think this was probably my best game of the season. So good job, Haley. Lots of good catches, some good pulls. Fell down one time when I was playing defense of my own accord. But other than that, great game. All right, Shawnee boy. What's I'm this ready. episode called? This episode is called The Bubble. Go. The Bubble. Uh, maybe Ben, I'm wasting all my time. Ben and Leslie are going to have to stay away from each other and stay in their own bubbles because that, if they enter each other's bubbles, then they'll just be entering each other. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Way to end on a sentence there. I know, that's rare. It? <laughs> it's like you knew how much time you had. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a pro. I'm the best. And if you thought this episode was the best, <laughs> why don't you hop on over to iTunes, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, wherever you can leave reviews. I don't think you can leave reviews on Google. They just kind of like algorithm you and send over what uh, you know what you should listen to based on your algorithm. But algorithms don't always know you. So what works better is leaving a rating or review. Ideally five stars. I guess if you want to be crueler, crueler, not cooler, more cruel, you can leave something less than five stars. Otherwise, if you have hate mail, you can also just send it parksrecpod at gmail.com. Hate mail? Uh, or ideas for Sean's uh, next date, TBD. I time. never get those. You guys never send me those. I'm disappointing you. We're trying. Sometimes the date not ideas you guys. are questionable. Oh, the <laughs> audience. Sean's mad at the audience. I yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. You can also uh, tweet Sean. He doesn't have Twitter, but we'll pass along the message. Parks Wrecked Pod. You can tweet us too. Why not? If you enjoyed uh, send something. Nudes. Yeah, send noodles. <laughs> I Also on Facebook, Parks Wrecked Pod. I think that's everything. ParksWreckedPod.com as well. You know. And if you don't know. Now you know. Parks and Wrecked. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.